Hey friend, welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and on today's episode, we're talking about comparison. So if you've been finding yourself comparing yourself to someone else, or you're comparing what's happening in your life to what's happening in their life, all of that comparison stuff showing up for you and you're finding that it's triggering these feelings of lack in you or not enough in you, then listen up because this episode is for you. So this is an episode that I didn't plan on recording. In fact, this week I wanted to dive into a category of life. That's my goal is to focus on different categories of your life and talk about being intentional in that category. So I wanted to jump into career. And I have an episode planned talking about the five steps to intentionally design your career. And I feel like comparison is a really good topic to talk about when it comes to your career, if you want to intentionally design it too, because I see a lot of comparison happening in the career space of people's lives, where you see someone else having an amazing opportunity in their career. They get to do all this stuff that maybe you wish that you could do. And then it starts to trigger that lack feeling in you, like where you're not, where you are at is not enough not good enough. It starts to make you not feel good enough that maybe you should have taken another path sooner or just shaming on yourself, hating on yourself because you haven't created the results that you want in your life yet. And I see a lot of that happening, that catabolic energy being generated due to comparison. So I think it shows up a lot in the career space. And I think it shows up a lot in multiple areas of our life. I think it shows up a lot around health, comparing our bodies to other people's bodies, relationships, comparing our relationships, comparing um, parenthood even. You know, even I've seen a lot with even friends I I know who wish that they could be in a position of having a baby and they're not there yet. And then they start to compare around seeing what's going on in someone else's life. And it can be really hard to show up and be joyful for that person when you're struggling with that thing. And I get it. It's like, that is a really hard thing to do. When When you fixate on where you lack and where you're not enough and where you feel like someone else is being blessed, but you didn't get dealt that hand. You know, it can really bring you down. And to be 100% honest with you, I think that this is the work of the enemy. I really feel like to, to make us focus on the things that are wrong, the, the spaces that we don't have enough, it, what it does is it sucks the joy out of our lives. So you may have heard the quote, comparison is the thief of joy. I really feel like that can be true. And I also feel like there is a way where you can look at some, what someone else has and you can be like, oh, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by that. That's a different kind of energy that's being generated. It's inspiration versus comparison. So you can also check yourself with that. If you see someone having a really awesome thing, are you making it mean that that could be possible for you too? Or are you making it mean that wherever you are is not enough? So I had to check myself on that earlier this week because I felt that shift in my energy. I felt it drop down. I started feeling a lack, like I wasn't enough, that I didn't have enough. And I started fixating on what was wrong versus the areas that were going really well and all the ways that I'm so blessed. My brain started focusing on the wrong stuff, the bad stuff, 
right? The lack stuff. And of course, that's what the enemy would want for me. That's what my thoughts are around it. So anyways, I noticed that shift. And I'm going to tell you the story. And I'm going to be very vulnerable with you and tell you the story. I didn't plan on telling you the story. Um, But I talked to a client earlier and I shared the story with her. And she was just like, she just said it was so helpful to her. And I thought, okay, if this is helpful to you, it's probably helpful to someone else for me to just keep it real and tell you how I really feel. Because she was like, I didn't had no idea that you felt that way. Like, I wouldn't have expected that from you. I'm like, yeah, this is the, the mind trash that's happening in my mind. Okay. <laughs> but the thing is, and I hope you know this about me now from listening to the show, is that I'm big about, I might go there, but I don't stay there. I don't stay in that space of that catabolic energy being generated, that lack, that not enough. I don't let my mind stay there. I notice it. Don't mean I don't go there because I'm human, right? And I shift out of it pretty quickly because I've done a lot of work in this space. There's still stuff that can really trigger me though and keep me down a little bit longer than I would hope. All right, so with that said, I gotta tell you the story. So amongst the many hats that I wear, one of the hats I wear is I'm a speaker coach. And I help people take their idea and turn it into a TEDx-worthy idea. So I'm sure you're familiar, if you're listening to the show, with the TEDx stage, the red carpet, you know, that message that you want to share with the world. Well, I'm helping people take their idea and craft it into that and then really understand how to write a talk that fits in in a TEDx way um, and then land that talk deliver it well on stage in a way that they're proud of, all of that stuff. Well, one of my visions, my goals for myself for the past several years, you may have heard me talk about this, is to be a TEDx speaker. This has been on my vision board for multiple years in a row. When I first put it on my vision board, I didn't know how it was going to come to be. I didn't know what God was going to do with that desire that I had in my heart. I didn't know that he was going to open the door for me to help hundreds of people land their own TEDx talks. And I'm so grateful for that. It's so cool that I get to do this work. And it's such a blessing that I was, I guess you can use the word promoted into another role that where I serve as the lead coach or trainer teaching all of this TEDx stuff. Well, with that said, I am now one of the only people on this team that helps people in this TEDx space, specifically around writing TEDx talks. I'm one of the only people who has not landed a talk myself. Now, as of last week, there was one other person on our team who also was in that boat, which is one of my really dear friends who I love so much. Well, this past week, she landed her talk. So she told me I was so excited for her. I literally was jumping up and down. I was so happy for her. And afterwards, there was this part of me that was like, oh, like I felt like when I compared, I was like, well, I'm the only one now who hasn't landed my talk. And then it started getting into my head. And I was like, oh, like it made me focus on the lack, what was not going the way that I wanted, where I was lacking, where I was missing in my life. Instead of all the goodness that is there, my mind went to the lack. And then it started triggering these thoughts in my mind because this is what happens. This is what happens with catabolic energy. 
you shift down and then it brings all its friends and it triggers all these other negative thoughts that you run with. So what it was doing for me, it was like, are you really in a position then to be helping all these other people if you can't even land your own dog? Like that was happening in my mind, just keeping it real 100%. And even though on the other end, there's so much evidence to support that it is so helpful, the work that I do, I've literally helped hundreds of people, like clearly understand the process well, I've been able to help other people, but my mind didn't care about that. It was all about like, well, this part though, this is what's wrong here. This is where you lack. Again, it was like lack, 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 lack. Let's point out all the areas that you lack and you're not enough. That was triggering in my mind. And it made me feel like crap. And it even, it sucked the joy out of the moment because it took away the joy from like this amazing thing that happened for my friend that I was celebrating with her. But then I was like, oh wait, it went back to myself and where I was not enough. And I shifted out of it very quickly. But I'm telling you this story because I see this happen so often with so many other people where they don't shift out of it as quickly. You know, it's like because you're not noticing where you're make, like allowing your mind to focus on where you're lacking, where you're comparing, and you're forgetting that the plan that God has for you is your own plan on your own timeline. And what's more important than getting there and just getting that thing that you desire is being in alignment. That is more important. And in fact, if you don't have the thing that you desire, what if it's because it's happening for you, as I often say? Because maybe there's some additional things in between that God is working out for you, that he's setting up for you. So it's even better when you do get that thing. Because it's not just about getting there faster. That's something I needed to remind myself of. Because even old me years ago that had that on my vision board, thank God she didn't land a talk because it would have been horrible. Like I know so much more now about the entire process. I'm in such a better position to set myself up for success with it, to make it actually lead to something even greater. And plus the message I have now is so much more aligned than what it was back then. So I'm so grateful for that because I needed all this wisdom in between to get here. I needed to do the reps. Like I'm still doing the reps. And the reason I haven't landed it is not because I'm not good enough. And I I remind myself of that. It's not because of that. So why would I ever run with that BS story? I'm not going to believe that. Sometimes it shows up like like I'm telling you the story, like it started showing up, but I'm not going to choose to hold on to that and believe that. Instead, I'm going to choose to believe something that serves me that I haven't landed it is because God has a better plan for me and a better stage plan for me. And I need to stop comparing myself to everybody else's journey. Because I've even seen other people that have gotten there faster and it didn't lead to anything for them. Their talk wasn't aligned with them, you know? So it's not about checking the box and getting there faster. And you might be able to, you may not be able to relate to the specific story, but I bet you can relate to that comparing to someone else's journey in their life and just wishing that you could get there faster. What if you're not meant to get there faster? There's no rush. There's like, why are we showing up with all this rushy energy? Like, like, let's not rush it because it's, it's about being here. I know we talk about this, like in the moment, finding the joy right now versus robbing yourself of that joy because you're focused and you're so fixated on something else in the future or it happening faster 
that you're not even happy with what you have right now and you're missing out on all the goodness that is here right now. And that's exactly what the enemy would want for you. So I just watch that, like show up for me. Sometimes I see something happening for someone else and I stop and I'm like, are you comparing right now? Are you going to use this to inspire you? Are you going to use this to highlight and cheer on that person? And be like, this is so awesome. So great that they get to do that. Right? And my time is coming too. And it's going to be different. It's going to be done in a different way because I'm a different person. And God has his own different plan for me. Just reminding yourself of that. I'll give you another example from my past. Like I remember I was doing this comparison stuff. And it makes me think about that moment where I spent, I think it was, I think it was Thanksgiving. I forget if it was Christmas or Thanksgiving, one of those major holidays. And I was in my house alone. And it was that time, that holiday that I spent alone after my family left. And I was crying on the bathroom floor, all the things, because that was the time that my my then boyfriend had cheated on me before this holiday season. I just felt lonely you know, no, no family around me, just me by myself and just like feeling like crap, feeling like rejected, not enough, alone, like all of those feelings. And just being like, why? Like God, you know, like calling out to God, like why is this happening? And I just remember intuitively getting that hit. It's like, because I have a better plan for you and you got to trust me. And it can be so dang hard to do that sometimes because I didn't see what was coming. But now on the other end of it, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, because I freaking love my husband. He's like one of my favorite humans in the world. And I'm so grateful for our relationship. I'm so grateful that that door closed. But I remember being in that space and comparing myself to other people and looking at their relationships or this person has this person, and, you know, during the season and I don't have anyone like I remember doing that. And it made me focus more on the lack. It generated more of the catabolic energy. I was making up a story that didn't serve me. So my point is, what story are you making up? Because when you're comparing, you're making up a story that isn't serving you. You're, You're making up some story related to where you're not enough, where you don't have enough, where maybe someone has chosen over you because they're better than you, or God's given them all this stuff and not you. Like something in there is like happening. And it's just not true. It's because something better is coming along for you. I 100% believe that to my core, my, my highest, best version of myself believes that. So when I'm in those situations where I start comparing, I really am like, okay, like best version of myself, where are you at? What would you believe in this situation? And what if it's, it's this purposely happening this way so you can tell a greater story in the future and you can talk about how you had the faith when most people don't have it, because it can be hard to when we're in those seasons where we don't see the things happening. It also reminds me of that story. You may have heard me talk about this on the podcast. I talked about Ian's, my husband Ian's, banana tree and how he wanted to bring, when we moved from South Carolina to Indiana, he had to bring his banana tree with him to this cold climate. And he did all these things to try to get it to grow. And he like put straw around it like during the winter season to like hope that this little seed, this little seedling thing would come back. And I remember him thinking like it wasn't going to come back because, you know, when everything was sprouting, there was nothing sprouting in that space. But he instead of he put a weed barrier around that whole entire landscaping, but he left a little space open in hopes that maybe this plant would come back. 
And he didn't see that it was going to come back. And I remember the day and how excited he was when he was talking to me and he was looking out the window and he saw that plant sprouting. And he runs out there like a little kid on Christmas, just so excited and was like, it grew, you know, like he didn't lose the faith in it. Like he still held that little spot open, but he didn't know that that was coming. And it makes me think about like that childlike faith that I think we need to call on to more and trust more. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not growing. Doesn't mean that things aren't happening for you. Maybe because other things need to happen so that you're stronger later, so that you're equipped to handle it better later. And don't be comparing yourself to all these other people who get the thing. Because there's people, even if I think about this relationship stuff, there's people that I was comparing myself to that are divorced right now, that actually had a really crappy relationship that I was comparing myself to at the time because I was like, well, they have a relationship and I don't, you know, I was doing that stuff. And the same is true. It's like when I'm comparing my, my TEDx stuff, talk, I'm like, yeah, there's some people that have some of those talks and they're, they're not good. I'm just keeping it real. I'm not trying to hate, but it didn't lead to anything because the message was so unclear and it was not organized well and the way they structured it and it wasn't aligned for them, but they got there faster. Does that really mean anything for real? Wouldn't you rather wait to have the right thing for you? The right, if that's in the career space, if that's in the um, relationship space or whatever space it is that you find yourself comparing, it's worth the wait to have the thing that's aligned. It's worth doing the reps to get there. Like so many of us want to get there so dang fast without putting in the work and then it's not sustainable for you. You'll get the thing, but it won't even turn out to something even greater because you, you don't have the strength to support it because that requires the work to be involved. It's like that reminder that we need to do the reps. It's really about you becoming that person, not just getting the dang thing. Not about just checking a box. So I'm sharing this with you too because there's another quote that I wrote down and I love it. And I, I didn't think I was going to bring this up, but I just popped up in my mind. It says, a dream's purpose isn't just to be achieved, but to grow into the person to achieve it. That's really what it's about, to grow into that person to achieve it. This whole journey is here with awesome things along the way that you're going to miss out if you're only focused on the destination. It's about you becoming the person that can get that dream. And that's what makes it so exciting. That's what makes you so proud of yourself at the end of it all. So just some things to consider. In a nutshell, don't let comparison be the thief of joy in your life. Don't let you get to comparing that you miss out on the goodness that is here right now for you. And trust that everything is happening for you. It really is. So that means the timeline, it's serving you. And you might not have that thing because you're not meant to yet, because there's greater things in between that need to happen that are going to take you there. Or maybe there's a better plan for you and that thing ain't even the thing. But to trust that process. And you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like the example that I gave, like most likely you will go into comparison mode even after this episode at different times. But are you going to stay there? That's my question for you. Are you going to stay there? And then the other shift to even make is how can you celebrate, you know, the goodness that someone else might be having in their life? I also think about celebrating 
someone else who may have the thing that I desire as me also planting a seed for that and putting out that positive energy around that thing that I desire. Like I thought about my friend who recently landed her talk and I got her this awesome gift. I can't wait to send it to her. I'm so excited about it because I want to honor that. It's like, oh, it's so cool. Like I want to put energy in that direction that that's happening for that person. And also that shift from instead of comparing, using what's happening in other people's lives to inspire me versus make me feel lack or not enough is to see it as evidence of what's possible and to remind myself that I'm on my own timeline and there is no rush and God has his own plan for me. Like if I can do all of that, I can celebrate, I can be grateful for what I have, I can trust the timing it's a really good place to be in. But it's like, I don't default to that normally, like right away. Like some things I do, but other things, not so much. Those are things that I got a lot of emotions around. You know, there's a lot of triggers around that thing that I may not default to that right away. But my goal is to, when I shift down, not stay there to do the work, to show up as the person that I want to be, to think like the way that I ideally would want to think, to act like the best version of myself in those situations. Because the best version of myself, she is not going to be comparing herself to other people. She is going to be walking her own path. She's going to be grateful for what she has. She's going to be trusting the timing and the plan that God has for her and that her gifts are unique and he's going to use her in a certain way. That's how she's going to show up. She's going to be leaving that, believing that everything is happening for her. That's how she rolls. So I really want you to think about your best version of yourself and how would they show up in that situation where you might be initially comparing? What would they be believing? Would they be believing some of the things that I just mentioned? What would they believe? Call upon your best version of yourself versus the crappier version of yourself. Be like, when you notice that crappier version of yourself showing up, you're like, best version, where are you at? Come on in here. What do you got to say? Just cool to think about. All right. I hope this message served you. If it did, let me know. Leave a podcast review if you haven't done so. That really helps us out. Have a blessed and wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.